0: people? This is Plinkley. Pleakley from the movie, what was the name of the... Lilo! Lilo and, um, Aaron! Stitch! Lilo and Stitch! That's right! Um, yeah, I'm Plinkley. I'm not just some aging comic actor who just ran by Lake Champlain because he's doing a comedy set tonight at the Vermont Comedy Theater, and if you're around there, please come. Um, uh, don't worry, uh, you're probably saying, is it sold out? No. <laughs> no. Uh, is it half full? No. Uh, legally, I have to do the show, because the old chub is saying is that you have to have more uh, people in the uh, audience than on stage and there's two people in the audience but i'm only a one person act so legally I've, so, so we're not sold out i'm Bleakly I'm, I'm i'm not kevin mcdonald from the kids in the hall the weakest kid in the hall no you're not come on i love mosquitoes there hey jumba uh, anyway this is bleakly hi how you doing uh, and you're listening to the magic our way podcast with kevin danny Eli and Rachel. I'm Bleakley, played by Kevin McDonald, the uh, the weakest actor of the kingdom. I'm playing tonight, and I've ruined my voice doing Pleakley. I hope you're happy, you Kevin, Danny, Eli, Rachel people. Um, now listen to Magic Our Way. I listen to it all the time. I'm lying. I've never heard of it. Jumbo, everyone.
1: Harambe. And welcome to another edition of...
0: The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way Podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot.
1: (laughs) Ah, Sante Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it! Feel it! We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArray.com is where you can find us for the hub. We are talking about all this Snow White live-action movie issues and stuff and Dinklage and and dwarfism and uh, all the stuff that's been happening in the past, well, week, year, what have you. This thing's been going on for a while. Yes! And look, this isn't your typical polished practice Pixie Dust and Disney podcast. No way! We are not in the parks every day, which means we did not get a chance to be in Disneyland for its 68th anniversary back on July 17th.
2: But I will be there. You'll be week. there. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Well, as a whole, we do want to <laughs> wish Disneyland a happy anniversary anyway. Woo Woo! That's right, Kev. We're
3: here to drink, talk some Disney and tell you our thoughts on Snow White and the Seven Dorks.
4: Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going to give you something to think up while we drink up.
1: My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm
2: Eli. And I'm Rachel.
1: So, guys, look, enough for our jibber-jabber. Let's get to Snow White news.
0: Oh boy!
3: Disney has come under fire after pictures have surfaced showing the diverse group of magical creatures who've replaced the seven dwarves. Now, before we get too far into discussing this, I'd first like to get into let's call it the problematic history of Disney's (laughs) live-action remake of Snow White. Yeah, because we've been talking about this for a while, Yeah, this has been going on since 2020. And then that's where we start off at. In 2020, Snow White was originally set to begin production. I think it was March. But COVID delayed the start of production on Snow White. Then in June of 2021... Production picked up and we learned that Rachel Zegler from West Side Story would be playing Snow White. However, that elicited some questions from fans who point out the character is named Snow White because her skin is white right. as snow. And Rachel's of Colombian descent. Ooh. So she's more of complected. Well, like us. But, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. kind of like me. Yeah. Which... Led to a bunch of people automatically questioning what is Disney doing? They're back to their old tricks again. Then in early January of 2022, we find out that Andrew Burnup has been cast as the male lead in Snow White. But he's not playing Prince Charming as this film won't have a Prince Charming. What? No Prince Charming in Snow White. That's what it is. No, no, no. This Snow White is a strong, independent female character. No Prince Charming. Don't need a Prince Charming. That's not Charming. Instead, Burnap mm. is going to be playing a lead character known simply as Jonathan.
1: <laughs> yes. Jonathan. 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 Jonathan Charming. No Charming. Not Charming. No. Joe Nathan.
3: Jonathan Florian. Jonathan. I think, is that his correct name? Florian? The Prince Florian? Or is that... Maybe I'm
1: thinking of Aurora. You mean the actual Prince name? The Prince name. I don't know. I thought he just had the carousel behind the castle. Is that him? Is that somebody else's castle? Something like that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Prince Castle.
3: Less than two weeks after we learn about that, Peter Dinklage goes on Mark Marin's podcast and questions Disney's live action remake of Snow White, saying, You're progressive in one way, but then you're still making that backward story about seven dwarves living in
1: a cave together. What the are you doing, man? Wow! Yeah, we covered this back on uh, for show number 406. We did. When yes. It first came out. Yeah. I remember this. And Disney
3: quickly responded to Peter Dinklage by saying to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated films, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. <laughs> However, they couldn't have talked too long with members of the dwarfism community because a day later it was being reported that the dwarves were out and the new casting sheets for Snow White describe their replacements as seven magical creatures.
4: Seven magical. creatures. I remember creatures. this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With
3: like unicorns and dragons stuff. Because that I would see dragons. that. Annoyances. Yeah. Mm, I would. I yeah. would. Snorlaxes yeah. and Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Pikachu comes out second high Ho. I would
1: watch that. I <laughs> sure. You why not? Boy from Never Ending Story in there or was that. Uh, what oh, was that, it? A, trail? a trail A trail Yeah. A trail could be mm-hmm. a,
3: a yes. Oh, bye. oh I'm, I'm in now. Now. <laughs> I can I, tell you, I think we gave it more thought than they did, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like who wouldn't want to see Hercules as one of the magical creatures? Yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah or, that's or at least his yeah. unicorn with the feathers. Yes, yeah, It'd be like hell with
3: Jonathan. We got Hercules. <laughs> now, actors in the dwarfism community spoke out against this change. Hmm. Specifically, Dylan Postel, who Eli and I know very well. He was Hornswoggle from WWE. Right. Also in the Leprechaun remake, he was, um, Is it Muppets? um yeah, Muppets Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He was the most vocal because he said that this robbed the dwarfism community of acting roles that are very hard for that community to come by. I can see that. Yeah. Wee Man from Jackass spoke out a lot of, uh, a couple of dwarf actors uh, spoke out. I don't want to say a couple because it was at least upwards of five to seven that I saw that were, well-known. Yeah. I like we Man. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Wee Man. So then, in March of 2022, the set for the live-action remake of Snow White, which was built at Pinewood Studios in the UK, caught fire. Oh. Was severely damaged and had to be rebuilt. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking that either Walt's ghost did it, or that <laughs> even God doesn't like Disney remakes. I don't know. But yeah, the whole set burned to the ground. Wow. <laughs> we wow. tell you to make this movie. Yeah, maybe not the whole set, but uh, a good portion of the set, that thing went up enough to be inconvenient. For yeah, sure. but, well, yeah. I mean, come on, it's, the whole set was built out of wood. <laughs> yeah, they needed brick, <laughs> right? So then, in July of 2022, I was relieved to hear some positive news about this Seven Dwarf Three. Making that Martin Kleba, best known as Marty from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, announced that he was just done filming Snow White hmm. and that he was set to play Grumpy. Oh, cool! So i kind of thought that okay well cool disney is sticking with the dwarves after all and they're casting actors uh from the community however currently club imdb page doesn't list him as an actor in the film it merely lists him as a technical advisor He's huh. telling them how to be short I, <laughs> I don't know uh how to be a pirate yeah how to be a dwarf i don't know maybe that's part of it because when you see what we just saw, which is that this last week we saw leaked photos and video that appeared to be from Disney Snow White production. Showed an actress in a red hood and a cape and Snow White's distinctive yellow and blue dress underneath that and following her were seven actors of varying size, ethnicity, and gender. Beautiful. Now, ugh, how do I put this? This is a Disney podcast. So if you listen to this, you've probably already seen the photo. But if you haven't seen the photos, I suggest you Google search them because it looks like Renaissance Festival rejects. Man, <laughs> I'm going to go through it as best as I can. Again, I would just suggest that you go see the photos. I'm going to start from back to front. I'm going to start from the last dwarf or magical creature all the way to the front. Uh, from back to front, uh, the last guy looks like the lead singer of the Spin Doctors. <laughs> then as you go up, you get Rudy and Bud from the Cosby show. And But <laughs> then next up apparently i think ignatius riley got a job at medieval times <laughs> then you get a homeless owen wilson then there's carlito from the wwe and then finally <laughs> we have a magical creature played by an actor of a small stature and that magical creature does not appear to be martin clubba but these shots use stand-in so maybe clubba is grumpy on this film i don't know maybe they're u- I don't know if they're using the, the dwarf personalities that we know from the film, or they're not. So that's kind of what we're left with. And needless to say, these leaked photos sent social media into tizzy. People were tearing into Disney for once again, changing the original story to fit their social political agenda or whatever. And Disney originally denied that the photos were real and they called them fake and not from their production of Snow White. Oh, okay. However, they had to amend that statement later and say that the photos were from the production but they weren't official photos but they lie kind of sort of
2: either they don't have the real actors yes or at least some of them aren't the real actors
3: right and definitely snow white was not the real actor actress or however you want to say the word Mm. jonathan not prince charming jonathan wasn't the real actor the seven magical creatures we don't know about because we've never seen any indication of who these people are. So we don't know if they're stand ins or not. Like I said, that didn't look like Martin Kleba to me. No.
1: No, it definitely doesn't.
3: But again, since they're using stand ins for two of the main act- maybe they're using stand ins across the board. I don't know. Since then, all kinds of rumors have started about emergency meetings and problems that Disney is having going forth, for starters. Apparently, when the project was greenlit, the dwarves were supposed to be CGI models of the original dwarves from the original 1937 film with voice actors from the dwarfism community performing the voice. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a great compromise, you would think. But now, allegedly, the look, voices, and personalities of the new dwarves are said to have no resemblance to the 1937 film whatsoever. So no grumpy, no happy, no sleepy, no dopey. Huh. That's a rumor, though. Can't confirm it. We can look at what we've seen and try and figure out what's what. But uh, yeah, I don't know how to take this. Uh, also, it's been said that Disney fired the entire Snow White marketing team in charge of promoting the film. <laughs> as well, as the people responsible for putting together the trailer. Apparently, Disney's looking to debut the trailer at D23 in September. Okay. And the version that was created up until this point showed way too much of the dwarves while this backlash. So they allegedly, again, this is all rumor, fired that. Jesus. The production team fired the trailer team, contracted a new company to create a completely different trailer with more of a focus on Snow White and the Evil Queen. There's also a rumor that the sequence where the seven magical creatures or dwarves or whatever the hell you want to call them, sing Hi-Ho, that the Hi-Ho song was remixed into a pop song. <laughs> and Taylor Swift sings it <laughs> My understanding is it's worse than the Scuttlebutt song from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> I I never heard the Scuttlebutt song from The Little Mermaid. Kevin, you yeah,
1: did. I oh yeah, I like it. Yeah. You like it? That's okay. like the only of the new songs that's in there that I like. Okay, so the
3: yeah. person important in this said it was worse than that. So apparently, you have a negative opinion. You have a high opinion. I I don't know. I've never heard the damn song. Uh, there's more rumors out there about this. I mean, this is, apparently has just been a huge, huge cluster snafu kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> i know but having recapped all that i think that's enough for us to kind of begin our own discussion on this uh so what do you guys think
1: man just say no to the live action (laughs) remake yeah Yeah. i mean leave snow white alone just come up with something more creative
2: (laughs) well yeah i guess that's my overall thought too yeah like we've had snow white remakes Mm -hmm. like not that long ago yeah my main feeling is like why are we doing this in general yeah. But I yeah. do think there's more to this story that's worth talking about. You know, oh, sure. That, yeah. Even though that's true. <laughs> even yeah. though, like, why are we doing this?
3: To piggyback off of what y'all were just saying, yeah, like once you've changed the character of Snow White, you've altered the dwarves, you eliminated Prince Charming, at, at what point are you not telling the Snow White story? At what point are you making sure. up your own thing?
2: Right, right. Yeah, which yeah, is
1: great. Just don't God. call it Snow White. Yeah, Look, just make a whole new movie. Call it like like crawl point two or something I, I loved know. crawl. But I mean, if we're living in a society
3: that deems it too offensive to cast dwarves to play dwarves, then why are we making this movie? That's a great point. That's very
2: well said. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I agree. I just, because I feel like the story of Snow White isn't all that compelling anyway.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: And so if it's not a compelling story to begin with, and there's this like potential problematic hurdle, it does feel a little bit like, why are we doing that?
3: Well, it's like Snow White as a character was just a really nice person who touched everyone that she was around. And so if you're doing away with Prince Charming, you doing away with the dwarves and now you got to turn Snow White into this ultra badass. You're not really telling the story of Snow White. So I can see, yeah, it's kind of less interesting. Yeah, well, it defeats the whole purpose of the narrative. Uh, that's
4: that's the main thing. I mean, I, have that, a, yeah. I don't have a problem if she wants to be an independent character, but... Uh, the, the time it was all set in, I mean, it was love involved, friendship. That was what the whole thing was about. Underneath, they just tear that
3: all apart. That's, not, that's no way. I don't know who this is. It, it's like they're saying, we can't tell this story in today's day and age. No. And if you can't tell the story in today's day and age, why bother making it in the first place? Like people make movies all the time and it's based off a book and sometimes that source material needs to be altered mm-hmm. because the book's so long or scenes don't translate well to screen or there's all kinds of different problems that come along with it, but you're making a movie that's based on a movie that's already been made. A, a highly successful movie at that. So
1: awards and everything. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's not like the, we were just having trouble translating the original source material into the film. It's like, we just don't feel like this is appropriate translate the film. Then don't touch the freaking movie. But at the same time, then you got to explain to me the hypocrisy behind why is it okay to have the dwarves in your theme park? Why is it okay to have a major attraction based on Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Why is it okay to still offer storybook dining at Artist Point with Grumpy and Dopey? Why are the dwarves okay in the theme park, but they're not
1: okay in the movies? <laughs> yeah, that's it's an interesting point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, wh- if, if they release this movie, what do they do with that? Are they going to update those attractions to reflect the movie? Or I
3: don't know. It would did- be crazy to do that. <laughs> it might be Tiana time.
2: <laughs> Tiana
3: time? Tiana's
1: Tiana Tiana's taking over the park?
2: I have to imagine that this live action is going to be a complete retelling because they're just changing so much, right? It's going to yeah. have to be a complete retelling. Yeah. And so I guess, I, you know, that's kind of an exciting idea. I like that Disney says that they've been talking to the dwarfism community about how they would want to be represented. But I, what I think is hard about that is that it's, pretty obvious that they don't all agree like yeah. any community doesn't all agree right yeah. there's no community that everybody is in complete lockstep agreement with each other on everything sure so i i like that they're doing that but then at the same time i hear the point of some of the other celebrities that are yeah. commenting saying like this took a job away from me and and i don't think that that's progressive at all a hundred percent that makes sense too so i i mean i can hear both sides of it for sure and it does feel a little bit like disney if you're already in a th- Thicket of briars, right? Like, and you're, <laughs> why why do this now if there's no way to kind of do it in a way that makes everybody happy?
3: Uh, I couldn't agree more.
2: Plus, it's not that compelling of a story.
3: I, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only thing that makes Snow White fun for me are the dwarves. You take the dwarves out of Snow White, and I don't care anymore. Well, they're the most yeah. colorful uh, characters in exactly. that story. Yeah. Again, she's a great character in the sense that she's really kind and touches everyone she sees, but I mean, she's kind of secondary to her story she's just somebody who things happens to yeah, she's a trusting right. person so you need somebody else to kind of spur the action along and the only thing you can do is make no white rambo i suppose <laughs> okay <laughs> now we talk she gets to fly a
2: helicopter i could also see like if they were gonna have had this movie <laughs> out and produced by this year having it done for the disney 100 makes some sense right because mm-hmm. it's the first feature length animated film that they did and so I could understand that. Like, maybe that's why we're going back to this. Well, is because we're celebrating the Disney 100, but it's not going to be out this year.
1: No. Yeah. It's the same people that, you know, the hat box goes, is not going to be opened in time for the movie. That still kills me. <laughs> it's oh still yeah. Kills
2: me. I, yeah. I still think they will. I'm putting in my vote that they're going to get that hat box. I hope out. you're right. Oh, Really? Oh. I think it's just going to show up one day. I think between now and the first Halloween party, Boom. we're going to see it.
3: I, <laughs> That's I my prediction. think that that would be a thousand percent on the money, but yeah, they're shutting it down for a couple of days and people are already saying, Nope, not going to happen. I, I know.
2: I fun. just don't, It that doesn't like, doesn't seem to jive so no. wild to me that they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I think those people are wrong. I think, I think it's going to just show up.
3: Yeah. Now And Look, I also want to be clear, because a lot of people are blaming Peter Dinklage for all that. Sure. And I want to say real quick that I I think that's kind of unfair to blame Peter Dinklage for what Disney is doing. Disney is doing this out of their own reconnaissance. Like, Peter Dinklage did not go on a campaign to try to bring this movie down. He was having an interview with Mark Maron on Mark Maron's podcast, and Mark Maron kind of pressed him on what he meant when he was talking about different issues with people still not respecting people within his community and his remarks were kind of made off the cuff he was like well like hey look what we're doing there with the snow white movie and he kind of made it off the cuff and he kind of said like that they lived in a cave which anybody knows the story knows that's not true so clearly he really hadn't educated himself completely 100 percent. he was just speaking off the cuff he hasn't said a word about this remake since this has happened right. mm-hmm. and a lot of people are still blaming him for what this is, don't blame Peter Dinklage. Don't blame right. Rachel Ziegler for Disney casting her. That's who Disney wanted. Don't blame the seven actors who are playing the dwarves or the magical creatures, whatever. This is a Disney decision. So that's the one thing that I would like to get across is like, hell, if they gave me and I'd play Snow White. I, I'm a little darker than Rachel. But I think I could pull it off.
1: I know you look great. Think, and yeah, offer no me a
3: hundred thousand dollars to play. I'll
1: do that. You sure. go fly a helicopter, damn straight. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The the WWE guy in an article he called Dinklage a king. Do- he's not king dwarf or he's, something like that. He's not king dwarf, yeah. which I thought was funny.
3: It was funny, but at the yeah. same time, and we covered it when it, when he talked about it. But at the same time, like find one interview with Peter Dinklage since that interview with Mark Maron. Yeah. Peter Dinklage, I, Now, if Peter Dinklage came out today and said, "No, I love these." this recast version of the seven Dwarfs. this is perfect then okay fine but it's not his fault that the internet ran with that interview like somebody heard it and like this will cause a buzz and, and they oh, ran sure. with it yeah and yeah. disney changed their idea towards doing it my only takeaway is if
4: i'm disney i'm like look we've already made this movie this <laughs> is what you're getting and if you don't like it don't see the movie that's totally up to you but like you say, you've died with the dwarves. You've taken pictures yeah. with Snow White. You, Be consistent. You, yeah. Um, I have I, I, I told this story before. When I made Geisha, I would let people see the book. And one of the first things people would tell me is, why did you make the character black? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? It's like, hey, just read the book. Mm-hmm. Just I made it. You enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, that's totally cool. But I'm not changing this and changing that because you want to.
3: And then you. Don't even go see the movie. Well, you're making a story about a geisha. The idea that the geisha would be black but, would be.
4: Yeah. Right. But I mean, you know, anything's possible, right? That's that's the whole point of this whole thing, right? In this progressive time, you're supposed to overlook these things and then just think about how do you appease every single type of person, gender, size. You can't do it. You just You just can't do it. All you can do is say, hey, we like this narrative. This is what we're going with. We hope you enjoy it. Please view it.
1: No, well, look. yeah, it's like we said last week. It's like you have to concentrate on a good story. Yeah, and and, and to Rachel's point, it's not a very compelling story. No, <laughs> no it's like, not. No, you know.
2: I like that they're getting rid of Prince Charming.
1: Really? Because
3: it yeah. the kiss or thing?
2: Actually, I take it back. It's not Prince Charming. It's just the prince. Just So he's just in the in the animated feature. He's just the prince.
3: Just the prince. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So Prince Charming um, is from
3: what? Aurora. Cinderella. Cinderella. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Tell oh, me, princess. Yeah. Is- there's a lot of
1: princes, yeah.
3: Yeah, I yeah, so Aurora is
2: Prince Philip.
4: Oh, oh
3: okay,
1: okay, yeah. okay. And they, you yeah. know, they even made fun of it in wreck ralph too, right? When vanelpi is it wreck ralph Yeah, wreck ralph yeah, too, where vanelpe's yeah. like, "Oh, you know, you need a big strong man to come save you, whatever else." Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. With all the princesses. yeah, and all the together, princesses were were kicking right. butt. Yeah, I don't need no man. And they made yeah, fun like of uh, the, the uh, um, Merida. <laughs> I enjoy that too, to a degree,
3: but at certain point, like, how many strong? princesses that just kick ass and like you know i don't need a man kind of stories we're going to tell seriously can there be a princess out there that believes in true love
2: i didn't see the little mermaid kevin was that like eric ariel dynamic still the same
1: for the most part it wasn't as in your face as like the cartoon version mm-hmm. you know um I not i can't remember how who attacks who fights the ursula uh, think about it because i only saw it once but I remember, I uh, you know, in the, in the cartoon, it was like sounds like know, a memorable movie, Kevin. <laughs> no, it was like, a, oh, I never said it was memorable. I, just, <laughs> I like Scuttlebutt. I, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I just, I just, there's certain aspects of it, and I like the music, and that's that's what I enjoyed it. It just took yeah. me back to the 1990 thing. But yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Like I know Eric doesn't. Um, uh, spoilers in case anybody, but Eric Eric doesn't drive the boat into Ursula. Okay. Um, I forget how they dispatch her. But off the top of my head. I, I don't remember exactly how that worked in the movie, but it definitely wasn't as, you know, here's the big guy saving whatever else. It didn't, it okay. didn't I, I noticed that. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe I just overlooked it and no, I just like, but it definitely wasn't enough if, in the forefront to where I, it would have stuck out in my head. Hmm. Something happened and all of a sudden, you know, they're together. That was it.
3: It seems to be a consistent theme in what Disney is doing now. It's like the males. Characters in the movie, especially the remake kind of take a back seat to the The princess who is the star of the show, which I would think is rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. doing she so, she makes the
2: money, Danny. Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm it's, it's, it's
3: called Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. It's not Seven Dwarves and Snow well, White.
2: Right. So this one, they changed the name. It's just Snow White if yeah. you look it up. Yeah, yeah. They,
3: they completely did away. Yeah, Deer Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Snow White. <laughs> they realized the Seven Dwarves were not going to be utilized. Um, yeah. But in doing that, they kind of make the prince or the male lead
1: stupid. Well, like a buffoon, yeah. Yeah, they make you
3: a buffoon, kind of, a I mean, off the top of my head, elemental. That dude, Wade, my God, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to punch that guy. Like, he was See, just such a crying wuss of a character. That literally. Nothing that you could identify with.
2: Yeah, it was, well, I was just thinking back to the other live-action remakes, and I was thinking that... Beauty and the Beast—they kept it pretty, pretty much the same story. Like mm-hmm. Beast was still, you know, strong Beast. Like the and the romance was still a big part of it. Um, I didn't see Aladdin. I actually haven't seen the Aladdin remake, the live action. I, is I Aladdin still sort of the protagonist? I assume so. It's named after I, him. I I, think they made it Jasmine. Oh, blue
3: spit! I watched 10 minutes and fell asleep and never put it back on
1: again.
2: Guys, like, is that not the summary of all of this, though? Yes. It's like, who yes. is dying for these live action? Thank like you. I'm oh, there's data somewhere.
1: It tells me like, you got to do it.
2: I feel like I'm... Probably, you know, one of their target markets, right? I'm like uh, a millennial. I have young kids. I loved these movies as a kid. So why wouldn't I take my kids to them? And I don't know. We don't. Mm -hmm. We're not going. I don't know who's going to these things and loves them.
3: Nobody. I mean, you you just saw it with uh, what was the latest live action? uh, The Little Mermaid. Mermaid. That's losing money, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like these live action. remakes are losing money. Nobody wants them. They seem to think these movies are problematic, but that they can. Fix them by remaking. And that's the thing. Don't try to fix these things. Either embrace what they are or leave them the hell alone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Make a a new one. Make your own mythos. And
4: you say, hey, we got everything
2: we want in there. And that's probably the better way to do it. That's how they they make more money that way. Like Frozen. Yep. You know, we went to go see that a bunch of times in the theaters. Encanto. Encanto. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the. The Wish movie, I think it's just called Wish.
3: I want to see that as well. I'm curious. Yeah, about I'm that excited one, yeah.
2: about it. I will totally go take the kids. Oh
3: yeah, but you um, know, I was excited about Elemental as well, and I'm yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah. Yeah, we knew that one was going. They get themselves caught in this quagmire every single time they try to remake something with a problematic history by today's standards that they don't want to yeah. stand behind.
4: Right. You know, like in AEW, they use the the term the four pillars. I mm-hmm. mean, this is one of their pillars. These classics is what brought. Our parents and grandparents to the parks to go and spend the money mm-hmm. so that they're able to make these movies now. Whoever the people are that are able to try to control this situation where they want all these things altered, these people just showed up to the day. <laughs> you know, they haven't been here long enough. Just take it for what it is and just say, hey, oh yeah, I like Disney. This is what built Disney. I support. If these guys are, again, serving us food and these character meals and
3: stuff. What is the big deal with seeing them on the screen? I agree with that, and you know I'm probably going to get in trouble here. i don't already in trouble, <laughs> but I think Disney forgets that being a fan—fan fan is short for fanatic—and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a fanatic is somebody who exhibits excessive passion, passion and devotion towards something they love. So when you say, hey, we're going to take what you love, and we're going to remake it, the minute things start being announced that doesn't jive with the original mm-hmm. is the minute most fans are like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And I think a lot of fans, when they announced that The Little Mermaid was going to be black, uh-huh. a lot of fans said things, and people were quick to label them, you're racist, can't you know think beyond that. Like, it's just such simple reductive reasoning oh well then if you don't like that that must mean you're this or you're that or you're the other no people just don't seem to understand that when you're a fan and the people who are going to remake your movie or or tell this new story don't respect the source material that's automatically going to cause an issue i'm still young enough that i can remember when michael keaton was cast as batman the internet lost its mind. well there was no internet then But collectively, (laughs) comic book fans lost their friggin' mind. Yes. When Heath Ledger was classed to play the Joker, the internet lost its mind. Oh. Like, they're like, you're casting a teen heartthrob to play the most sadistic. What is wrong with you? This is gonna be terrible. It's gonna be a failure. How many people got pissed off when they cast a blonde headed Daniel Craig to play James Bond? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They went nuts. That's how fanatics work. When you disrespect the source material, they react, and we're just so quick to label these people as whatever evil thing we can label them to dismiss their opinion and move forward. And, and by the way, let's get to some decisions that weren't so good. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, you remember how many people lost their friggin' minds over Sonic the friggin' Hedgehog? Yeah, his teeth, because he had
4: teeth or something yeah. like that, dude. How many, oh, really? How yeah. many Star I'm Wars a- fans
3: went crazy when Greedo shot first? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Why are they replacing the guns in ET with walkie-talkies? That's how fans work. When you're fanatic about something, don't change don't it. Don't change it. But instead of that, we're just gonna label these people as whatever, whatever yeah. And cruels and yeah. whatever evil we can put upon them. They have a valid opinion. These are that's what Disney's trying to do. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. We want to appeal to the people who already love the source material while pissing them off because we're gonna change it. Because we want to appeal to a new audience that may or may not show up for this. And
4: that yeah, new audience is flaky, mm-hmm. I mean, for lack of a better word. And we said this before, like if, you, if you say, hey, I would like uh, Black Mermaid. All right, great. Mm-hmm. You got it, right? That doesn't change anything. The, the people that got to see the movie, they're like, oh, yeah, I got to see you on screen. Okay, cool. So are you going to go ahead and see Little Sister Mermaid 2 <laughs> when it come out? No, not really. Why not? Because if you want this agenda to keep going forward, the only way people understand you is when you vote with your money. That's mm-hmm. it. So sure. you got to keep true. doing that. But if you don't want to do that, you're just disrupting the narrative, the creativity of what Disney is about for pretty much nothing. If you really just want everything to change, go out in the real world. Mm-hmm. There you go. Go out there and tell somebody that, like, hey, I like the way... You treat that bum right there because of whatever reason. And then go ahead and, and help that person out. Now you're really a hero. But don't try to control something fictional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that seems to be easy if you put something on Twitter. Nah, be in the doubt about it. Go out there in the real world. Help me out.
3: Help me. I'm struggling. You and I have done like a lot of cartoon and comic projects over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those characters that we created were sacred to us. Yeah. How would you feel if somebody came along and took one of your characters and say, like, yeah, that's nice and all? I'm going to change this character just because we want a checklist of different people that will see as this film as much. Like, how would you feel about that if it was your characters that they're changing? I mean, like, how do you think the Brothers Grimm would feel like if you came to them and said, look, we're going to make your story into a movie, but uh, no more dwarves? We're, right. we're getting rid of the dwarves. We're going to change this. I mean, that's. Hollywood is so hypocritical. Like they're so nervous about AI taking over for writers or CGI taking over for actors. They're like, that's not fair. That's not right. That shouldn't happen. But they have no issues changing the stories and changing the intent of people who wrote stories that have passed on and you know, and remaking them in whatever way they seem fit.
4: I think it was crazy is know those is kind of jumping the shark a little bit, we come back, but it's like you hear know, all this talk with Hollywood saying, Yeah, we want to care about you and this and that, who you are. You know how many slave movies have existed in my lifetime. I like mm-hmm. I don't need anyone, but they still keep making them. I'm pretty sure the African American community is like, sir, good sir. Uh, we do not need to see ourselves whipped, beaten, and then watch the person get an Academy Award for it. Please, can we? Can you CGI that <laughs> some?
3: <laughs> uh, can you turn that person into a dwarf? like. Now, don't make the mistake of speaking for a whole community. Yeah, you know, oh, don't. Well, that's true. Don't don't yeah. do a Dinklage. Hey, that's okay. I, <laughs> you're not you're not king. I, I
4: know, American
3: <laughs> king,
4: king of Zabuda.
2: I do, I do think representation is important. and it matters. I do think that it's good that Disney is trying to be representative of more t- different types of people. I, I like. I think all of that does matter. I think that that the sum of it matters too. I personally I don't mind, you know, if if the little mermaid is black or that snow white is going to be uh, latina, it that doesn't all of that is is good to me. But I what I think is more powerful is having new stories that showcase those cultures and those people in a way that really celebrates their culture, right? Like if we want to celebrate the, you said Rachel is from Colombia?
1: Yes. yes. Is that right? Rachel, yes. That
2: actress? She's Colombian. Mm-hmm. So if we want to celebrate Colombians, like, let's... I mean, they did with Encanto, right? But yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. let that speak, right? Let's really celebrate yeah. Colombians amen, instead of celebrating a Colombian actress in a European story.
3: Well said. Everyone universally loved Encanto. Everyone universally loved Moana. Everyone universally loved Coco. That is the biggest evidence of a lack of racist mindset in the average Disney fan. It's more the sense of, yes, tell us an original story. But if you're going to go back to the well and tell us the the old story, don't pander. Don't change something that we love to make it something... Beyond that, because once, again, I said it when we started this podcast, once it's too toxic to cast dwarves as dwarves, you might have jumped the shark. Yeah, you've killed the, you've killed you the m- whole thing. You might have gone a bit too far.
2: You and- know, I wonder, I don't know if this helps kind of like progress what we're thinking about, but I think about Hamilton and that is like, obviously, Alexander Hamilton is a story about a white guy, right? Yeah. But the way Lin-Manuel Miranda did it was so cool for showcasing other cultures and having, you know, the colorblind casting and all that. And it added to that story so much. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, like, I don't know, could we do that with Snow White? Could we retell that story in a way that makes it new and and like really exciting because it's so different? Although I guess in the case of, of Hamilton, it's the way that Lin-Manuel did it was was, so unique. I was going to
3: say like, that would be my one issue. What you just said, like he created a whole new way of storytelling.
2: Right. And a a
3: whole new way of doing a musical. It was like a rap musical. Yeah. And so having people of different ethnicities play those roles worked a whole lot better. But let me ask you this. Would you feel comfortable if Disney remade, princess and the frog and cast julia roberts to be uh, <laughs> tiana. Yeah. tiana
2: no I, w- I wouldn't no that's true yeah 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. i wish they would just do some new stories
1: Well, that, that, that's my thing is like that, that just shows so further support something we said last <laughs> week where there is a lack of creativity in the disney company right at this moment
3: and, and and look hey maybe this is a good note to end it on moana coco encanto all these stories they give me that there are original thinkers over there. We all know these live action remakes are just landmines. You're just tiptoeing through the landmines when you make these things because you can only upset the apple cart in a sad effort to just kind of recoup money off of something that you know has already been successful. Again, like I said, you're trying to appeal to a base audience while screwing them and appealing to a different audience that might not see it. But I'm just thinking to myself, like, there are incredibly imaginative people at disney that have great new stories to tell it's just the whole oh wait a minute this has name value. This has cachet we can make a mint off of producing this and so they do these remakes and we all suffer for it and who knows maybe because this has been so problematic maybe this is the beginning of the end of the live action. I mean, they got to be running up by I was now. Say, never. I what's, don't. I don't see that being. What what's new, Bambi? Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fox and the Hound. The live action remake. Bambi, oh yeah. Robin Hood. Sword yeah. of Stone.
2: Robin I, Hood. Actually, you know what? The Robin Hood one. I would actually be excited about. There's a lot of room to redo that story.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I would 100 percent love yeah. a Robin Hood remake. Like I, I did. I like, like it. that story. That maybe the best idea for a live action remake I've ever heard. So would you? Oh, you- bed knobs and broomsticks. I'd love a bed knobs and broomsticks.
1: That's like part live, part cartoon. Oh, that would be a good yeah, remake. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's mm. like
3: that movie never quite hit as big as it should have. And I think a, a nice retelling of that,
1: put that over the moon. Sure.
2: Sword in the Stone could be Ooh. cool with Merlin. Oh, yeah. And- yeah. yeah. About that. Um, Adam Mim. That would make yeah. that kinda sword
1: kinda in fantasy land more relevant again.
2: Yeah,
1: That's <laughs> yeah. the secret, right? Remake the stuff that didn't hit as big. Leave
3: the stuff that hit big alone.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's just my kids, but my kids actually really like that era of movies a lot. The like Sword in the Stone, the Robin Hood, those are movies they really enjoy. They oh, would be really? pumped if they redid those. Yeah, I don't know if that's just them or what. But. No, that makes sense. That's, that's like movie, that, yeah. that's like
4: the Guardians of the Galaxy theory because sure. that's a movie that wasn't a very popular comic book, but it worked because
3: it was so obscure. Oh, I I couldn't agree more. Like I liked Bedknobs and Broomsticks more than I
1: like Mary Poppins. Mm.
2: Oh, me too.
1: Yeah, that works, man. We definitely want to hear your thoughts about this. As always, you know, on Magic Are We Podcast, all opinions are welcome. Um, so we want to hear them, man. And we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit.
4: Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. And welcome to
1: Guest Services, the segment in which we get to service. service you, so, do you the listener. And we got one particular message here that I just want to give a shout out to. This is a longtime listener, Tommy B. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. He sent me a direct message and made a couple of comments. And he says this, Tommy. and, And I quote Tommy. He says, I love your comment about businessmen making data driven decisions. It's so interesting that this conversation about the Iger extension reminds me of so many aspects of education these days, all business and data, not enough focus on creative ideas, for educating children. And then he goes on to say, you know, I love those type of shows. Those are some of my favorite. That and Trip reviews, specifically the ones about food and drink.
3: (laughs) Well, that's what we love to do is eat and drink. You can only ride Haunted Mansion so many times. Right. At some point in time, you got to get out there and enjoy everything else the world has to offer. And food and drink is the best. way to do it yeah absolutely that's right in the intro that's right in our wheelhouse yeah Yeah.
1: and he likes the type of shows that uh, you know we're we're talking about commentary and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. whatever else so he he definitely enjoys that yeah
4: and we enjoy it too i'm just glad that he appreciates our commentary on on what goes on in the disney world Mm -hmm. and that not only that but reciprocates with it yeah uh, yeah that's that's awesome because you never know how people feel when you say something and
3: uh yeah that that It just goes
1: out in the ether you never hear back but yeah Yeah. he says this this is some of his favorite shows oh that and trip reports (laughs)
3: look hey uh you're gonna hear a lot of that unfortunately going
1: forward (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of trips to be had for sure so tommy man shout outs to you man always great to hear from you glad you're still listening to us and yeah man send us your your comments and your thoughts of any of this stuff let us know what you think it's always welcome on the show Welcome to The queue, the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. But today, on this particular version of The queue, we are talking about all the news and happenings that's happening in the Magic r universe. Why not? The, why not? Specifically, thanks to Drake. Yes! Long-time listener. Reminded us that Fantasy Football... Is around the corner. Woo! Ooh. And if you've been around the show long enough, you know that we host two, not one, but two, mm. two, count them two, two fantasy football two, leagues, two, two, paid leagues for which you can partake in with your favorite hosts of the Magic RV podcast, uh, a, a, as well as y'all in two different leagues Cash Mountain and Big Cheddar Mountain. Who knows? Yes. Do we have enough uh, more people this year? We have to add another mountain range? Mountain to the range or something like oh, that. Oh man, there's
3: always another Disney mountain to yeah. explore.
1: We could definitely build that. So yes, if you are interested, if you like football as well, American football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in case we have any international listeners, we're not talking yes, about. Yes, we
3: don't do soccer yeah, here. But America's called no. soccer or football. But you know, if we get a large enough European following, we will totally do. Fantasy I'm sure there's soccer. fantasy soccer. Or oh, fantasy oh yeah, football. Got to call it.
1: I mean, I would love right. to.
3: do it, Sure. Ted Lasso is going to be my first draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Pele?
4: How far does he go? Down to, down uh, the I think he's retired. I will go with Messi.
1: Line of Messi. All right. Yeah, because <laughs> he's messy. That
4: sounds mm-hmm. good. At Messi.
1: Anyway, I digress. We're talking about American uh, in Spanish. what is it uh, football? North American. North Americano. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Which I learned in Spanish class. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, fantasy football, man. If you guys want to play, let us know. Sh- shoot us an email. Show up Let us know. All the people that have been in the leagues in the past, I'll reactivate the leagues, and you'll probably get like a notification from ESPN. We do it through ESPN. Uh, that lets you know if the league's been reactivated, and I'll post messages in there as well as in the Facebook group if you want to return. Uh, usually we've had a lot of people returning, so don't let that stop you if you want to join. Nope. Just let us know. Like I said, we'll add another mountain to that mountain range. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantasy football, man, just around a corner. By the time you hear this, the following week will be August, and it's all about preseason and all different kind of stuff.
3: And don't think like we know anything because none of us have won a championship. And oh, I'm I'm going on like, like what five years? Yeah, never and won. I think I'm the best of this bunch, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think either one of y'all have ever won a championship. I've never right? won. The
1: only uh, Lee won. Yeah, <laughs> he was the only one out of balls. Yeah, well, yeah he he was, was on the most, show. Yeah, Lee's invited to come back. Come on, yeah, Lee's definitely yeah, yeah, come he back. Totally get a piece. But, yeah, look, man, if you want to join us, please let us know. Show at it magicr.com. It it's always a lot of fun. We get to chat. We do live drafts with each other. We'll send you the Zoom link and, you know, we'll draft players and we can chat with you guys and just, just have a lot of fun with it. And it's low stakes. The money fee, what was it? I think it was like 20 bucks or 25 20
3: or bucks, but we used to have a free league, but I mean, some people wanted to yeah, they wanted win money pay for it, that so. we ended up.
1: Yeah, and it's that. not so much money to where it's like, oh, my God, I got to take this race. Right. It's just a little bit of change. Just yeah. To, just to wet your whistle at mm-hmm, just yeah. to keep it interesting. You we know? could get an ice cream float with it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to keep you engaged, you know, because if yeah. it's free, sometimes it's people kind of forget about it. Right. And, you know, it's not as enjoyable. But, of course, if you want, got any placement in the leagues last year, if you're listening to this, uh, your your league dues are covered, so you're totally fine there, so please mm-hmm. do. That was part of your winnings. So, yeah, we'd love to hear it, man. Fantasy football. The weekend Fantasy Leagues. Both, Big Chatter Mountain as well as Cash Mountain. Come join us.
3: Or you could just be a Patreon subscriber and get it all for
1: free. Yeah, go to patreon.com forward slash magic our way, and you could just uh, support us there. Man. And we will take care of your interest fee. Yeah, yeah, your interest fee is uh, automatically covered with that membership. And mm-hmm. you Patreon. get fantasy football advice. Definitely get in touch with us if you're interested. It'll be a lot of fun. hmm Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion about all the Snow White stuff. Hey, look, if you want to learn more about us, magicarway is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, please get in touch with us to share your opinions about this material. You can do it through the following ways: first, shoot us an email at show at or you call. Or you can call or send us a text message at one eight one five mo weekend. That is one eight one five mo weekend. That is six six nine four two two six. And of course, if you're on social media and stuff and you follow us, you can also send us messages there direct. Slide into our DMs, as the kids say. Oh, Just slide up in there and, and give us some messages. Woo-woo, spoof. We had some listeners do that and we'll do that in the next guest services segment, for sure. But anyway, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, Eli, as he mentioned in the show, does things with comics. What yes. you got, sir?
4: Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Uh, as, as always, I appreciate any support by going to the website, www.ivacomics.com we get to see all the good practices I got, such as Project Geisha, who uh is, is still Japanese, uh, but I mean look, if you wanna pay me a hundred K to change the, the, the race and the height and all that stuff, I give me the hundred K first and I'll redraw the whole book for you.
3: Spoken
1: like a true whore. There you go. <laughs> American Geisha? Slide up into that.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna say if you're gonna change it, pay me first. But um
1: yes,
3: American geisha. <laughs> He's your private dancer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. For money only your buddy would do
4: <laughs> mm. yeah so pri- uh, I'm about pri- to say private <laughs> pri- 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 geisha private <laughs> geisha is, is in my brain uh, pri- geisha is private yeah well yeah. it's a, it's a good story so yeah there's there's project geisha this <laughs> private pri- <Savages. laughs>
1: No, I make turn into private <laughs> pri- geisha I might work on that <laughs> Yeah. just do that that's your next series and uh this is body Damn, all
4: the all the work is uh, is fully colored there's only an ad for this podcast so you that's pretty much more content than any of the big publishers out there. Because you're an independent
1: comic book publisher.
4: I am. And I am. writer
1: and drawer, all the stuff.
4: So uh, in, in addition to that, uh, of course, there is interviews and blog posts and a link to the Magic Highway podcast so you never miss a beat. Insight, trip report, joke, all the good stuff. That's that's what we do. So yes, please uh, visit iverycomics.com. On social media... You can find me there on Facebook, uh, Eli is where you'll find me there, as long as you're a person. It's lovely to meet you, but if you're a bot, do not need to greet you. The credit score to go up, and no bots <laughs> help me with that. Okay. Also, on Facebook, you go to the Project Geisha page there, so that's Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, I'm there. I post up hearts and likes, and I, I follow a few people on there and you know, post up reels from the podcast, so you can always get your heads up on that one. By following me right there at Eirey five hundred four, and of course on Twitter I can be found at Hancock ten one sixty six. So if you appreciate the madness there, you just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. I'm looking for that hundred grand. I'm about to change the ball. And be a <laughs> fourth, <laughs> you're just gonna get that half grade. Japanese, half black, half white man
3: woman. All yeah. yes, hundred grand, grand huh? Change that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Somebody's
1: just gonna mail you the candy bar.
3: It's gonna be like Captain Planet. You just yeah, get, all you just of, get a candy bar. the people show up. Yeah, who
4: get a vigilante for for everybody out nah, there? No, man, you're
1: just getting a candy bar. <laughs> a little red wrapper. I can't change nobody <laughs> you know? for a candy bar. That you said hundred grand. You you know? Well, they two hundred grand. They made that a candy. <laughs> they gonna give it two candy bars. <laughs> 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 I
4: like that. You only get half the gender there for that <laughs> put me to work
1: hey guys look if you want to book a vacation man you could do it through rachel of wishful wanderings travel rachel how do they do this
2: i would be honored to help your family book your vacation to disney destinations universal cruise lines and major hotel brands around the world booking with me is at no extra cost to you the cost of a travel agent is built into the cost of your vacation whether you use one or not and when you book with me, a little bit of your trip comes back to support the podcast and the fan community here at Magic Our Way. You can reach me at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at magicourway.com, or you can find me at at R, the letter R, Family Magic, so R Family Magic, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also give me a call or a text. My phone number is 978 4 three two wish reach out today and let's make some magic with your family vacation
1: so if you want to access all the info we just mentioned go to magicarway.com forward slash about us also if you want to elevate your support of the magic rway podcast go to patreon.com forward slash magic our way there you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show any way in which you could support the show is deeply appreciated We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we also love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic R.A. Podcast, So make sure you get in touch with us today. To Moegans, we say quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic
0: out.
2: And you are. Bye!